0: You're listening to Boss Ladies and Babies, Business Blab with Megan. It's time to take off our mom hats and let our entrepreneurial side show. So grab a notebook and give yourself a bossy timeout. Mamas, are you searching for your community? Are you still searching for your village? I was feeling the same thing when I became a mom and decided that I wanted to continue to be an entrepreneur. So I felt called to change this and created my own safe space for boss ladies with babies. And I don't just mean infants. Our children will always be our babies. That is a place full of support, resources, and community to help each other break the mold, create a new culture, and make our biggest dreams come true all while being the mama that we've always dreamed of. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters was created for you. This is a community where you can come as you are, share your goals, share your dreams, share the highs and lows of business and motherhood and everything in between, and be fully supported by a community of women who understand you and what you're going through. Boss Ladies and Babies Headquarters is full of education, support, Accountability, inspiration, and most of all, connection with other women. Check out the link in the show notes to become a member of Boss Ladies and Babies headquarters today. Your village is waiting. Welcome back to Business Blab with me, Megan. I want to talk about mompreneurship today. It is not for the faint of heart, am I right? Whether you're in the trenches like me with a little one at home with you every day, or maybe you're realizing summer is a month away and the kids will soon be home every day with you. We have to get creative with finding ways to keep our businesses going. Working and running a business with your children at home can feel exhausting and like you always have this never ending to do list in front of you. But with a little grit, thinking outside the box, flexible mind shifts and a lot of coffee and a pinch of patience, there is a way to make it work for everyone. Now, I've been running businesses from home since my daughter was born, and I've learned a ton over the last three and a half years or so. One of the biggest things I've learned is that just when you think you've got the hang of things, they change. Just when you get your routine down, just when things start to get easy, things change. So for today, I'm going to share some of my foundational tips that have worked through most stages so far, And when you pair these with flexibility, making it through the evolutions that your children go through, that your business goes through is going to be a lot easier to do. So, the first one I'm gonna start with is time blocking. Time blocking is one of my go-to biggest tips for so many things when it comes to entrepreneurship in general. But let me tell you, without a time block in place, it would be impossible for me to do all of the things that I want and need to do. There's a reason why every successful woman that I look up to or everybody I've been mentored by talk about time blocking. It's the secret. It really is, and it's changed the game for me. Let me tell you why. When you time block, not only do you have a clear vision of how you will be completing things on your to-do list, but you're giving yourself permission to switch gears from boss to mom because oftentimes throughout the day, we need to do that a couple times at least, right? And you relieve so much pressure from yourself when you know that, for example, from six thirty a.m. to eight a.m. it's business time, and then from eight to twelve thirty it's dedicated momming, and then you know x to x hour is business again. It helps you switch back and forth, like I said, and then it gives you the freedom to be fully present in the moment for both work and family without stressing or wondering what you're supposed to be getting done on the other side of things. Now, a good time block plan also clearly sets your business hours so you know when you'll be working and what you'll be working on, so you leave no questions about how the heck you're actually going to be doing it all. Now, I personally always, always, always set my time block around my priorities for each day. So what is most important that day for my family, for me personally, and for my business each and every day? Then I block everything else around that. Now, time blocking is a huge piece of the puzzle, and I have quite a few trainings on this specifically for moms. But the last thing I'll say about it here today is to remember that even if you have a time block set for the day, your time block is not in permanent marker things come up and they shift and they change. And the key to being successful with your time blocking is really to be flexible. So when you write your time block, I want you to focus on writing it with the mindset of, I'll do my best to stick to this, but if life happens, I know I can always adjust in the moment. That is secret part two, <laughs> having that time block, but knowing that you don't have to stick to it like it's in permanent marker. The second thing I wanna share today is the nap time hustle. Okay. You know that we don't love the word hustle around here, right? There's kind of been this movement where we're getting rid of hustle culture. It's not a favorite of mine, this word, but there's something to be said about racing against the clock of a sleeping little time bomb. It is pure hustle. There's no better way to describe it. One thing that has always been in my time block is a huge, huge chunk of my priority work gets done during nap time. Now, listen, I know that nap time comes with the questions of, okay, the baby's down. Do I shower? Do I eat? Do I clean the house? Do I work? Maybe I take a nap myself. Maybe I catch up on some reality TV. I'm no stranger to that dilemma. But for me, nap time has basically always been dedicated to my business because that's what works for me for most of the week now depending on my week and the season I'm in I like to dedicate maybe one or two days a week where I do something else during nap time if i if i'm able to in my business if i have you know the extra time to be able to do that because you know sometimes we don't want to just be working all of the time that we have some free time. And so I like to give myself that little bit of grace. But more often than not, you're going to find me hustling during nap time. Now, when you sit down with a clear task and you know you only have a certain amount of time to get it done, oof, I tell you, the focus and the productivity that happens in that short amount of time is incredible. Now, you've heard me talking about how things change at the beginning of this And, you know, nap time is one of those things that changes a lot. In fact, I'm now in a season where my daughter doesn't nap at all. And when she dropped her last nap, I panicked about how I was going to keep things going. Because again, I rely on this time for a lot of my business. But then I realized I didn't have to lose this chunk in the middle of the day, right? We do something in our house that is called timeout. Which Nora named this, not me, where she calls it her timeout time, where instead of sleeping, she has about two hours of quiet time safely in her room or her playroom. This has been magical. And I want to hold on to this for as long as I possibly can because on days that we're out and about and maybe, you know, doing something different than normal and she misses her timeout time, you can see a major difference because that having. That having that time for her to play quietly without all the stimulations of the day seems to be just as beneficial as those naps that she used to take. She honestly needs this timeout time as much as I do. So if your kiddos are no longer nappers, You can still have those sacred hours in the middle of the day by establishing some kind of quiet time that works for you. This works really, really well for us. And, you know, I'm going to roll with it as long as I can, like I said, but, you know, find what works for you to give your kids some time to take a break from the stimulations of every day, stimulations of the things happening in your house, and just really have some quiet time to themselves so that you can get that work done. Next is communication. Now communication is definitely one of those things that's gotten easier as my daughter's gotten older. I'm able to really clearly explain to her what I'm doing, when I'm doing it, when I'm able to give her my undivided attention, why I can't in the moment. But I've always done this with her, even when she was a baby. Like, I would always narrate what I was doing for work and explain to her what was happening in my business. And I like to think she understood even before she could talk. And if anything, it was helpful for me to speak things out loud. And it made me feel like I was including her, even when she was small enough to just chill out next to me while I worked. It made me feel like I was still being present with her and, and, you know, also getting done what I needed to for business. So that's one piece of the communication part. Second, I like to communicate with my audience. If you're listening to this, you know this. This is why it's been so important for me to build my business around the fact that I'm a mom because there are days that no matter how much I plan things, they don't go according to plan. The time block doesn't stick. There are days when life just happens. But the more open I am with communicating that to my audience, the more understanding everyone is if we have to shift things because something came up in my mom life. The last part of the communicating is with your support system because we don't have to do this all alone. I am intentional about letting my husband know what's going on in my business, when I'll, when I'll need more support from him, and how I plan or need to get things done this sets things up to go so much more smoothly by having everyone on the same page, working as a team. He understands what I'm doing. My daughter understands what I'm doing. Everybody understands what I need to get things done so that I can in turn be everything that they need from me on the other side of things. Okay. I also want to talk about setting clear boundaries. Now, Boundaries are not something that have come easily to me. I am a people pleaser at heart, and it's taken me a long time to get comfy with the idea of boundaries, but boundaries are necessary with your children, with your support system, with your clients, and even with yourself. I'm obsessed with what I do, so setting boundaries for me to log off and not overwork myself so that I can save energy and save you know, emotional space for my family and for being a mom is huge. It also helps me to be able to follow my time block and easily switch gears multiple times a day from boss to mom because I have boundaries in place. They've also helped me figure out when I'm working and when I will not waver on time with my family and the boundaries with your children tie back into the communication piece. Sometimes we have to tell our kiddos, you know, mommy's working right now, but I'll be done in 15 minutes and then we can play. And we can do this without being tied up with mom guilt afterwards. And we can tell our clients, you know, Sundays are the day I spend with my family. I'm not available that day, but we can meet Monday and we can do this without being tied up in guilt because we have these boundaries in place. And we can tell our support team that we can't waver on our business hours this week. And here's what I need from you to make this work for our family. The more you practice setting your boundaries and communicating them clearly, you're on a much better path to finding that true balance that we're all searching for. And the last tip I want to share today is including your kids. So there are days when the workload is a little bit more intense or your kiddo's home unexpectedly or they're just refusing to take that nap or that quiet time. And these are the times where you may need to work and be a mom at the same time. It happens. It happens to all of us. And you can definitely make it work. You can make it happen. You can do the things that you need to do. One thing that's always worked for me is including my daughter while I'm working. So set up a special place for them in your office with quote unquote work that they can do right alongside you and talk to them about what you're doing and let them use their imagination to be your little assistant. You know, you're giving them a role. I'm working right now and I need you to help me get this work done. And here's how you can help me. I've set up this little space for you and this is what I'm working on. Can you do X, Y, and Z to help me get this done so that we can play together more later? That has been so helpful. It's also a really good idea to have some like special toys in the office that they only get to play with when they're working with mommy. That also makes this feel, you know, special and really important to them. Now, sometimes it isn't pretty, right? Like sometimes it doesn't work out and it doesn't go well, but does work when you are in a pinch from time to time. And if it's just not working out, then you just ditch it. You readjust your time block, you readdress what's happening that day and you come back to it later. Let me tell you, hearing my daughter do this with me and pretend that she is on a Zoom call or in a clubhouse room or recording a podcast. It just melts my heart because she feels like she's working along with me. And it's so fun to watch her do what she thinks that I'm doing and training her to be a little boss lady already. In fact, as I was writing this episode, she was having her quiet time and I could hear her talking and saying, Oh, I'm being a real estate agent right now. I'm going to a listing appointment when I wasn't even with her. So it's so cute to just really see how much they're soaking in. And these are the kinds of things that I want my daughter to soak in, you know, seeing me work and the things that I am doing in my business. I want her to soak those kinds of things in. So those are some of my favorite go-to tips, my foundational tips that seem to have worked throughout all of the adjustments that come with my child and as she's growing and changing. So I would love to hear how these work for you. If you didn't know, I actually wrote a whole book about this called The Millennials Guide for Working Parents. It was a book written by myself and two other amazing mompreneurs from three different stages of life and three different stages of working and a large piece of what I wrote in this book was specifically about working at home with children in different ages from newborn to toddlerhood. So you can check that book out on Amazon. I'm going to put a link here in the show notes for you to check it out as well, but it has so many great tips for any position of work that you might be in as a mom or a parent in general. Okay, so I hope these tips helped. Again, let me know what works for you. Send me a message at megan at bossladiesandbabies.com and until next time, stay bossy.